And we are back and more digital than ever. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say divorced than ever, but yeah, that'll, that'll work. Oh, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> Welcome to Fourth and Dirty. This is episode number thirty-eight. It is April sixth, and we are in full fucking lockdown. We have to go full digital now, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth and Dirty, bitch. What's up? The parents want to prefer the term separated, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So unfortunately, oh, yeah. Adam and Evan, I have to look at your only can look at your beautiful faces digitally instead of in the chairs in front of me, like I'm so used to. But mm. we adapt, we overcome, we improvise. Let's fucking do this. Oh, yeah. Evan, how you, you can't doing? Take it down, yeah, you can't stop us. Evan, I'm how chilling. I can see you're in a hammock. <laughs> I'm straight chilling, not too crazy. Patrick's uh, hammock. I've taken over it for this little episode that we're doing. Mm, nice. Out nice, in nice. nature, you know, the only little bit that we can do. I'm fenced in, so I'm not too bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, Six yeah. feet from everybody. How have you been spending <laughs> yeah, your uh, uh, last week of quarantine? Quarantine? I've been making homemade food. Nice, uh, nice. Been playing some video games and watching a little bit of freaking TV that we can before I get super insane and then the online festivals are keeping me super happy so that's always good <laughs> yeah 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 i was gonna say uh these i these djs are doing all these like virtual concerts and adam i sort of got you're up till like 5 a.m every day now i have actually i went to sleep at 6 30 oh! um, <laughs> last last night <laughs> oh my god but yeah my yeah my average has definitely been anywhere between 4 30 to 5 o'clock a.m we need to we need to figure out how they're <laughs> getting their audio to sound so nice and crisp because that's how we need to get ours to sound better oh yes yep same oh, i've just been uh just binging animal crossing uh the office oh, and gosh. adventure time that's pretty much been my life the last few days yeah the office always yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i just yeah, through the window right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When we uh, first, mm. when we first got on, before we started recording, like Evans walking through the house, we're doing some <laughs> testing, and you hear da 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 da. I'm like, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that rock <laughs> intro is so great. I mean, it's the. Uh, I mean, we could talk about it. So it's the 10 year anniversary of The Office, and they're like letting all these little juicy since it ended. Yeah, since it ended. So they like they're letting all these juicy Holy details moly. out and stuff. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy. Oh God. Yeah, like they were gonna have Jim and Pam divorce originally, and then they changed it. I heard about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then like they had to change the Michael Scott's character. Yeah, they had to, yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh, they had so many different things that were gonna happen. That oh they man, do. am I blowing your mind the- now, Adam? I mean, they almost did it, and then they were like, "Nah," yeah, changed yeah. their mind. Well, I guess everyone would have. Uh, there were, you know, like group testing that they do i guess the fans like freaked out and were like oh we can't handle this which is probably true oh, yeah, i mean no. it'd have been too sad <laughs> no but i mean it's binge worthy because it ends so happily you know even with all oh, the yeah. turmoil but anyways guys let's get into it uh as it currently Wait, stands how was that how was adam's week i just asked him he said oh. 5 a.m <laughs> yes um i went i watched about four I think it was about four episodes of uh, Tiger King. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that was damn thing. that was that was fun One times. City, like Justin, like you said, that shit is crazy. Um, Apparently, it's yeah, real. It's... I, I did some research. It is real. I remember last week I was like, "This might be staged." No, this is fucking real. Too real. <laughs> oh, I believe it. 
Yep. Too goddamn brutal. Yeah, a lot of Animal Crossing as well. Adam's a goddamn millionaire. I just became a millionaire as of yesterday. So, yes, it was actually yeah, all but thank all, all thanks to uh, turnips and Discord. Tarantulas. <laughs> mine, mine was due to tarantulas. Oh my gosh. So, like, tarantula farms, like a maniac. So I think I was up to like Ooh. two or three doing that. <laughs> oh hell no! All right. All right, guys, let's get into it. So just like us, the NFL draft is now going to be held virtually. Sock puppets in full effect. Mm. Sock puppets, get your asses up and ready, bitch. Yeah. Full staff. Get ready to make them nice and crusty. I've heard some crazy stuff like the Rams are going to do it from Sean McVay's house. The Saints are going to do it from (laughs) from a brewery next to the stadium. I mean, didn't Sean Payton have coronavirus? How the hell is he going to... Go into a war room. Oh, hold up, bitch. You better He's just going to come in in a hazmat suit and just do it like that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, you better have the scissors. I'm really curious how they're going to make this entertaining enough to even make it television worthy. Like, what are you going <laughs> to. Like, where we see Sean, Sean Payton in his underwear walking around his house, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I, I can't imagine the kind of like technology they're going to have to roll out to get that to work. Oh no, it, it's not gonna be on how it was before. We would be watching that shit like glued to the TV. Yeah, now it's gonna exactly. be like, uh, I don't care. and then what are they gonna? It's do? only gonna be like, like whatever. They're gonna FaceTime all the players. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just got dropped by the Giants. Woo! They're gonna no. They're gonna have the. They're gonna have like their phones. They're gonna have like the phones like facing each other and FaceTime and then like smash them together as like a fake hug. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it. There you go. They have a wall of little cell phones of all the players and they're like, oh, you've been drafted. Pull the cell phone off the wall. Hold it up to the TV camera. Hug Rog and Cadell's commissioner phone. Like, oh, hey, isn't this amazing? <laughs> Oh, we yeah. did it. We, we figured it out. We figured it out. Thanks, NFL. Okay, well, we'll take a billion dollars <laughs> for our idea, and thank you. Not a penny less. Not a penny less. And then all the funding, right? Just there. like, just like <laughs> us not taking a penny less. Derrick Henry has signed his franchise tag, guys. He's, uh, apparently, he's happy I am, with that. I am quite surprised that yeah. he signed it. I, he I will. Back, bitch. I'm I'm gonna see by before the end of the year, or probably I'm I'm gonna say before like the first four weeks of the season he'll actually get a real deal done. Yeah, this is probably him trying to do like a good faith kind of move to the uh, franchise. So you know, holdouts the last he probably saw what happened to Melvin Gordon, mm. and seeing that his holdout was probably the worst holdout in no. NFL history. He doesn't <laughs> want want to repeat as a. I guess bust in terms yeah. of wanting more money. So I'm just going to say that is just a, that's probably a, they sign, he signs just to satiate the, storm. <laughs> the, uh, the owner and whatnot. And the real deal will probably be done within the four first four weeks of the season. Yeah, I agree. It definitely. It, that's what, that that's what they kind of, all the articles made it sound like it was a, a good faith signing that, they should likely get a deal done. So it means they're probably making progress. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to do this so we don't make waves, like you said, Adam, and hopefully keep the ship straight. Because it sounds like the Titans are on the up. So you don't want to be that fucking that speed bump that slows them down. <laughs> it's be that one thing to tear them down. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. we, so with the essential, essentially minus Delaney Walker, the whole offense is, is – is, Essentially back. Exactly. I mean, Minus Tajay Sharp. Yeah. But who cares about Tajay Sharp? Well, then they signed uh, 
what's his face? <laughs> Somebody, some loser. Mm. That we didn't. That doesn't matter. Less than Tajay Sharp. Less than Tajay. <laughs> and and last week Adam was very clear. I don't give a fuck about Tajay Sharp. So. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so there we go. You ain't lying. We ain't lying. All right. The Falcons and Todd Gurley agree to terms, but I'm gonna add a little caveat to this one. I saw some rumors that this isn't gonna be a one back system. They are definitely uh, gonna draft a running back in the first oh, yeah, round. It's for sure. That's gonna be a foregone conclusion. Like right now, like we discussed this last week and probably the week before, since because of the uh, COVID nineteen uh pandemic, the team doctors cannot check out the players on other teams because, you know, all that distancing and, and stuff. So the only team who knows about Todd Gurley's knee and, and health problems is the Rams. And they're not going to... Who released them? For, yeah, who released, who released them? The yeah. So Get that, out of my office. So that tells you more than anything, like, obviously the Falcons are just going to not going to put all their eggs, <laughs> their fucking eggs, in, um, in the Todd Gurley basket. They're definitely they. I mean, Ito Smith isn't gonna get it done no. either way. So they're Clearly. definitely gonna try and draft a a high profile or not a high profile like a like in the first round or two. They're gonna gonna get a uh, running back. Oh, definitely, definitely. big a big dog. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe see if they can get DeAndre Swift and then get the the Georgia running back Ooh. there in Atlanta. Get so swifty. But nice, that'd be nice. Yeah, so it's uh swifty. with Todd's knee, regardless of whether he clears his physical or not, you need a backup. Clearly the we saw Edo Smith wasn't doing it. Santa Freeman wasn't doing it. That's why they released him. So yeah, they're gonna they have to have you have to have an insurance policy anyway, so that's fine. I'm not really I'm not overly concerned with them claiming it's not gonna be a one back system. So yeah. Todd Gurley's been relegated to RB2 territory in my mind, so this is sort of like, okay, well, that's what most RB2s are like. They have like mm. 80% of the workload instead of like 90, 95% of the workload. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sammy Watkins resigns with the Chiefs for one year, $9 million, with incentives up to $16 million. Which just goes to show you that you only needed to perform one game out of 17. Remember, this to, is the man uh, who invented free agency. He invented it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original lizard king he probably has like some weird quote now but oh, I, bet. I bet oh man um yeah i see i think i saw the incentives if he reaches all the incentives it could actually go to 16 mil yep that's second which is pretty money. insane that's a hell of a lot more that's five million more than the base deal yeah it's um, only one million dollars less than what derrick henry is uh getting too exactly Oof. so i guess the real this is t- telling to me that they don't have as much belief in McCole Hardman as they originally had. Hell no. <laughs> McCole Hardman is in shambles. Like yeah. That's it. Mr. Uh, Pringle is in, he's in, he's, his chips are in, are in shattered pieces. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's one of those chips that you like looking at the bottom of the damn can and you can't get them, so you're like trying to shake them around. <laughs> Come on, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! And I don't remember if we talked about it last week on mic or not. Um, but the Chiefs had only uh, like um, like one hundred and seventeen dollars in cap space. Yeah, no com- no commas, just one hundred seventeen dollars. Yep. So ouch! I don't much sure where this money Broke came from. Ass so I don't I don't know how they're gonna get through the draft. They need to assign people or whatnot or restructure <laughs> deals. But yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking but, of uh, you know, Super Bowl ring. Yeah. 
Maybe. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I get why they did a one-year deal because Sammy Watkins clearly is, is an injury-prone player. Like every year, oh, without yeah. fail, he gets injured. They're going to write him off if he gets hurt real quick. Yeah, and he like, you know, and then the joke we made, which was he invented free agency. Like he thinks he's this great elite level wide receiver, and he's not. He's just not. Yeah, he's going to step out to another team if he gets dropped. Yeah. No. I definitely don't think he'll be back next year, considering the Chiefs already struggling financial cap situation. Oh yeah, they go dump his ass. Yeah, I mean that's Mid-season, why. Mid-season, see ya, bye. Yeah, that's why they. That's why they <laughs> gave him a, a a one year deal with a bunch of incentives because he's gonna get injured, so he ain't gonna get the incentives. So it's like, all right, nine mil, that's fine. Move move along. They paid less money for him than Philip Rivers, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but whatever. Ouch. Whatever. All right, we got a quarterback controversy brewing in Chicago. Apparently, they're oh. gonna have a. They're gonna let them duke it out. So they trade for Nick Foles. And they're going to let him and Trubisky go for a, a duke out. They're going to have a cockfight over there in Chicago. Yeah, uh, I get it. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, who do you think is going to win? Uh, Nick Foles will definitely win. You think it's, so? Yeah, he will. Well, let's see. Let's see, this is what's going to happen. He's going to win. And he will do terribly because he is not an NFL starting quarterback. He is a great backup quarterback. So he he only gets his power when the person in front of him fails. So if yes. he beats out, so when he beats out Trubisky, he is his powers are null and void. He can't he doesn't he can't do anything. Yeah. He has to he has to be the savior from the terrible quarterback, not be the beatdown from the terrible quarterback. Exactly. Well, if yeah, Mr. Trubisky exactly. does what he did last year, then Nick Foles will be great this year. <laughs> yeah, I'll right. Tell you that right now. <laughs> For real, that motherfucker did not do shit last year. I don't know. I'm like really off on the Bears' offense now. Like I don't know. I don't think you can trust Allen Robinson or David no. Montgomery or Tariq Cohen or anybody. You're just like, all right, you know what? I don't know how Matt Nagy convinced somebody to give him a job or if Mitch Trubisky really is this bad. But I don't want anything to do with that offense next year. Out. I'm washing my hands. Hey done get out of here <laughs> it's got they got coronavirus on them <laughs> not going near yep. <laughs> i'm socially distancing from chicago <laughs> oh god goodbye andy all right uh <laughs> a team that needs to do some social distancing with this guy because apparently Antonio bryant is practicing with lamar jackson oh my god oh yeah here we go oh god the, the real coronavirus antonio brown <laughs> 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 Brown. Oh, oh god. my god! Here we go. I so uh, I, I yeah I just put that in there because it's probably a non-story, but it is adds some intrigue that you know obviously he's still a pretty he's a great wide receiver, but um I don't think the Ravens are gonna sign him. He's too much of a headache. No, um, it's the same reason. The he's not. Gonna, yeah, unfortunately. Headache, yeah, and I think maybe <laughs> maybe he's just the hassle. I saw that, I guess, um, Marquise Brown is Antonio Bryant's cousin, so that maybe that's how the whole connection got set up together. Hopefully that's as far as it that's goes. Why, because that's why I picked his ass. They don't, they don't <laughs> need that kind of attention there. They want to run the ball. Do not bring that fucking diva in there to ruin what is working for you. Don't do it. No, just throw do it to do it. Marquise, and I'll have him on the free agency in my backup, and I'll have him slide it into my flex. And then I'll win all the games with Marquise Brown. There you go. In my flex. 
almost didn't you do work. that. Try it didn't work for you last year. No, what? last year it didn't work as good as I wanted it to, but it worked on some occasions. Because Mark Keith Brown kept getting hurt, just like Sammy Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> but at least he put up at least like a few. I would say five games over the over the double digit. Hey, and that's all I need when I need you. On a bye week or on a fucking week that I'm pissed and I sat the fucking starter. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Straight uh, the hell up. You got to have a backup no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. All right, gentlemen. It is April. So you know what that means. Oh, God. Time for another mock draft. Mock All right. Gotta destroy you all. Get fucked. Get fucked, son. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I was so aggressive there. I was just like, you're not beating me. You're not beating me. Um, All right, guys. So we're going to try to mimic kind of what our home league would do. So we're doing a 10-man, half PPR. (laughs) Um, We could enter all the fucking keepers in, but that's just so much work. We didn't want to bother. So we're doing it on Sleeper. We'll do that uh, later. We'll post the link so you guys can follow on the draft board with us. But um, we And then we're going to use the same picks that we would have in our actual draft. So Adam is the third overall pick. I have the sixth overall pick. And Evan has the tenth overall pick as our not pretty. current champion. He would be keeping Michael Thomas, but it's not happening. So. No. It's not happening Alrighty. during this mock draft. Later we'll get that all set up so we definitely do a keeper <laughs> all that. Exactly. When we get that closer to the sea song. All righty. So here we go. Let's get this started. And Michael Thomas went number one overall. Whoa! Oh, my goodness. Followed by Saquon Barkley. And then Adam has. Oh, man. I This is like the third time oh, that this has been gift, gift basketed. Yeah. You, gift basketed this, me. Yeah, that's, yep. that's beautiful. Right um. We all, if you, if you, yeah, if you all listened last week, our number one consensus was Mr. Christian McCaffrey. We all think he's going to be great. The offense is going to be awesome. Still, this year, he's going to be essentially a one-man show um, in terms of being a running back over there. And since they're going to be down a lot, it doesn't matter because they're still going to throw to him. Um, So that was a lot. That was that was almost too easy. I'll take Mr. Christian McCaffrey. Is there anyone Um, else you would consider? Let's see if I, if uh, all right. So obviously in real drafts, he would not be taken or he, he would already have been picked by the third. Oh, for sure. Pick. He would either go number one or number two. Um, if he was taken over Saquon Barkley, um, in terms of running backs, oh man, it would, I would actually, actually I'm, it, it would be between Saquon or uh, Dalvin Cook that I would actually be considering okay. between at the third spot because um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be ready to be a supreme workout or that workhorse back. Um, he'll be two years removed two two I think it was two years removed from his ACL, so it would be really great. But since he was not taken, I will take Mr. Christian McCaffrey. All righty. Oh yes, I like it. Sometimes, sometimes, guys, the best thing to do is not overthink it. <laughs> if Christian McCaffrey falls, dude, just take <laughs> oh, Christian McCaffrey. Like, don't overthink it too much, guys. All right. So after Christian McCaffrey, Devonta Adams and Alvin Kamara go next. And boy, do I have a embarrassment <laughs> of riches, as Adam Bitch, would say. I would spam that button if I was you. Oh yeah. Um, Hopkins all day. So there's a lot of there's a lot of options here at number six. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, Definitely Julio Jones, right Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, 
Uh, those are the main. Yeah. Those are the main ones I'm looking at here. So to me mm. personally, when I'm sitting in the first round and I'm having and I'm staring down a lot of names, what I look for is consistency. <laughs> High level consistency. Who is somebody who just they're there constantly, over and over and yep. over again. You so know that, who it is. That's that's, that's, what, that's what I look for. And then then you have to prioritize. Do you want wide receivers <laughs> or running backs? I'm having to stall. You know I'm having to stall because it's so <laughs> obvious because it's Ezekiel Elliott. That is the next yeah. highest level consistent player that you can mm-hmm, build your mm-hmm, team mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. and not feel like, oh fuck, I just wasted my goddamn draft pick. Um, <laughs> I would also seriously consider Dalvin Cook at this point as well as DeAndre Hopkins. It, but like we, we pointed out, this draft is already wonky. Michael Thomas, uh, you know, Christian would have fallen to three. Zeke should have already gone. You know, Dalvin probably would have been taken. So I probably would have been staring at a, a DeAndre Hopkins kind of situation. And I probably would have pulled that trigger if that was that scenario. But fortunately for me, I don't have to do that. Ezekiel Elliott is on my team and I already feel nice and safe and sound and cozy in my bed. Uh, mm. Ew, Leonard Fournette was in the first round. Are you crazy? Gross. Thank God he oh took that off the board God. for you. So right after me, DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, Tyreek Hill. And as you heard, the shock of Leonard Fournette. And here you are, Evan. Oh. You got two picks back to back. What you thinking? Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. You already know I'm going to do the Wombo combo, even though I don't really like to. Wombo combo? No, I might even go a little crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's a no, there's a, there's an Atla- there's an Atlanta wide receiver that you that you could keep up the trends that you could uh, <laughs> second round you could do. <laughs> oh, it has to be second round. I'm sorry. So take him exactly. for your second round second pick. Second round. <laughs> oh my God. Now, well, if if you if you want to apply keeper logic to it, who do you want to try to yeah. keep for a second rounder next year versus maybe a first rounder? Oh, wow. see, see, there's maybe advanced level strategies. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna take. I don't want to confuse our listeners uh, with that kind of shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm saying right now. What's your Jones, keeper? Cook, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, and Chris Godwin. Oof. All right. Um. There's two to me that course, I would I would spam, but yeah, that's me. I would spam if it was if if we we're doing our draft right now and I have the back to back. First things first, I would have Michael Thomas, but it's not that. So first things first, <laughs> a bitch is going on wild card, and we are gonna take Dalvin Cook for All right. running back. I can build around. And I, oh God, I don't know what I want to do right here. Do well, I want another running you, back and be like Jesse, or do I want another running back or another wide receiver? Why do you assume I'm, that I'm, I'm going to take two running backs? That's rude. Because it's, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> well, yeah, because like the and, likelihood of Julio Jones falling to me is next to nothing. So if he doesn't, likely no. I am going to take a second running back. I'm just not feeling Julio Jones though. Why? I'm not feeling him this year. I don't know. I don't. I have something in my gut is just saying that he's not going to be my outside. Uh, this is going to be the outside year? of the year that he broke. Outside outside of the year that he broke his ankle, he has been a top ten wide receiver every single year. Exactly. Top ten, you know. That's that's all fine and dandy, but you know. But it's no Calvin Ridley. And but I bet you need to go safe and sorry, so I'm gonna just do second round Atlanta. 
All there right. you go. So he took Julio Jones. That's a, uh, that's a nice combo wombo there, followed by Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, and Chris Godwin. So I don't have to make that fucking decision. Oh, God. And yeah, here you can take I Mike am. Evans again. Yeah, right? Here I am. <laughs> and I've got, like, Josh Jacobs, Oops. Mike Evans, Derek Henry fell to me, Aaron Jones, George Kittle. Ooh, oh. getting crazy. Ooh. And why is Antonio Brown on this list? Gross. So, Evan, come back. you're right. At this point, with what I've just seen, we just talked about him earlier, signing his franchise tender, Derrick Henry, taking the <laughs> taking the, the, the fucking one-two punch, never have to worry about a running back again. And that's it, because I, I don't, yeah, li- I don't like a lot of the other players around there, so might as well, might as well let some players fall. And then after me, uh, Aaron know. Jones and Mike Evans go next. So, Adam, you are up on the board. What you thinking, baby? On the clickety clock. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Who is you looking at? I have an interesting. All right. So last year, he was an integral part of the offense, Mr. Josh Jacobs for the Oakland Raiders. This year, I think he's going to improve a lot. I'm not sure if I want to yeah. take him. As a second round man, though, as the projections have him. So I might actually look elsewhere in terms of uh, having a running back. Um, oh, man. We got Melvin Gordon. Oh, no, <laughs> Melvin Gordon is dead to me. He is not going to be. He is not going to be drafted. Any, he is not going to be drafted anywhere Dare around you me. Disrespect my baby like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe two years ago when he was the featured back and he had all of the uh, touchdowns to himself. Right. But no, he's he's not. His workload is going to be cut so far. It's well, he'll he he will have his games where he'll he'll get like maybe two or three touchdowns, but it's not going to be consistent enough for me to figure out. Trust that. Uh, to trust that, yeah. Nope, <clears throat> not at all. I'm probably going to move Melvin Gordon behind me just so when we do video, <laughs> constantly have to stare at his face. <laughs> Fuck him, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Never. <laughs> he fucked me that year. No. I love him. Mm-hmm. I'm for, love him forever. <laughs> all right, um, I, do, I, do, I, I do like Josh Jacobs a lot, but I do not think that he... Hmm. Well... Actually, looking at the running back, looking at the running backs around him, uh, there is two that stick out for me personally. It's going to be either Josh Jacobs or uh, Chris Carson. Yeah. I think they're. I think they both would be around the same um, tier, and maybe a little bit, a little bit under them, maybe Mr. Miles Sanders. Um, I also see like James Conner, but he is too, for me. He is too much of a. He's too frail of a uh, running back to because he's always hurt he always finds a way to not be um in the game at critical points and i can't trust that especially for like a second round pick um i do like that word (laughs) yeah so it's it's gonna be a toss-up for me in between josh jacobs or chris carson um chris carson actually did have some injury issues last year you know that essentially their whole running back uh, all the running backs just had issues <laughs> um, so at this point i uh i actually kind of talked myself into commit uh, talking myself into drafting mr josh jacobs so i will take him all and right. you know 
he he is another thing about him like he is a great pass catching back and uh it's only going to be increased even more um uh, this upcoming year so oh, yeah. and especially if marcus Mariota takes over oh man running back passes all yeah. day all day you're gonna be running all right Whoa! There's our first QB off the board, Lamar Jackson, followed by Melvin Gordon. Thank God, Antonio Brown's guy. We don't have to look at that. Kenny Galladay <laughs> next. Adam, you are back on the clock. I am back. Better than ever. All right. Oh, yeah. So, interesting. Um, mm, so, I had a slew of running backs that are still in front of me. That uh, Mr. Todd Gurley, as we talked about, is gonna be is at the top of the list right now, but I don't think he's gonna, you know, like we said, we're not. He's it's not gonna be a a single workhouse type of uh back. Um, I have like Devonte Freeman and Chris Carson's actually still there. Um, you won't go three running backs in which, a row. T- three running backs are out. Adam, don't do it. He's pressuring you. Don't do that. Shit. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. At this point, I usually, I usually always go to running backs and then go wide receivers after oh, that. Yeah. And looking at the wide receiver side, I, we uh, see Amari Cooper is at the top of the list. Um, but right now, uh, he disappears way too often for me to trust Amari Cooper. Um, I see uh, Mr. Cooper Cup is up next and I like him a lot. You know, he was essentially the number one wide receiver for the Rams. And now that they are not going to be tossing the ball to the running back anymore without Todd Gurley, um, that might, you might see an uptick um, for him. There's also Keenan Allen, but I don't know. I don't, we don't right at this current point. We don't know anything about the running back position or the quarterback position outside of Tyrod Taylor. Um, so I can't really trust that either. I do see Mr. Tyler Lockett. I do like Hot Pocket a lot. <clears throat> I like a hot last year, <laughs> last year I was debating whether or not I should go with Tyler Lockett or Chris Godwin. Last year I chose Chris Godwin, and unfortunately, he's already picked. So yeah. I can't do that either. Second round, baby. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I, yeah, and then there's also Mr. Adam Thielen, and without the without Stephon Diggs. I feel like he could possibly get even, you know, he was hurt last year. And now that he's going to be essentially a one-man show, I feel like he would get a super-duper uptick. So I'm going to go with Mr. Adam Thielen for my wide receiver one. Fuck you. Damn it, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's who I was going to, that's who I was probably going to take next. And this is why we muck this is why to you muck, muck other people. Because all my plans are dashed now. So after Adam Thiel, we got George Kittle and Pat Mahomes, our first tight end off the board, followed by our second QB. And uh, here I am staring at all kinds of shit, like Amari Cooper, oh, yeah. Travis Kelsey. A lot of the same players Adam was just talking about are still just sitting there. And They're just looking at you. They're just stared at me. And per- just personally speaking, I... I don't know what to do about tight ends. I feel like if I commit too early to a tight end, I'm I'm limiting myself later on. But then after like round five or six, it's all garbage. So it's like you're just taking a shot in the dark on hoping somebody bans out. So it's like if, I never feel like I can win on tight ends anymore. But that's neither here nor there. 
Um, I feel like I've heard that from you for a while. And yeah, I, I don't know, man. That. It's just like I don't know what to do with tight ends anymore. I feel like it's just it's just a hard thing to nail down. Like because you could spend you could all, spend up early. All they have to fucking produce is at least seven points on my on my team. At least seven points. Man. I know. The seven if you can't rule. produce seven points. Get <laughs> the fuck out of my goddamn office! <laughs> like, no, I'm not with it, man. So. But something I always like to consider is what looking at what is around what is around those other players trying to trying to utilize yeah. okay who do you think could come back around in you know eight picks and when I'm not in a love <laughs> with a lot of these players for various reasons and I feel like I can get something later on that's gonna I feel like that's usable to me I'm willing to go a little <laughs> crazy. And when I look at the talent that's Ooh, surrounding you speak in wild card language, yeah. And speaking of going crazy in the third round, because I can't trust Amari Cooper, <laughs> and I've already taken Ezekiel Elliott, so I don't want to double up on the Cowboys' offense so early in in the draft. No, yeah. So the Dak best, Prescott. the next best player on this board is Travis Kelsey. So I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey yeah. in the third round. Do it. And I'm gonna wait till wow. maybe the fourth round or later to fucking take a wide receiver. This is gonna be mind blowing, but. What? Such is life. So after I take Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, and Tyre Lockett come off the board. And Evan, you are up, my man. Mm. All right, baby. All right, baby. Of those three wide receivers that were picked, I only like Tyler Lockett. (laughs) Same, yeah. I was thinking the same fucking thing. I was like, oh. He got picked right before you. Exactly. Right? I was like, fucking bitches. Can never get that shit. I got a back-to-back pick. Let's see. I I, I go high on these motherfuckers. Who is my motherfucker going to get on my team? So you have a running back and a wide receiver. So you could you could do the you could do the checkered batter checkered pattern and do another running back to make yourself all nice and pretty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you could just team. go wild card. Oh, maybe there. I think uh, Calvin Ridley's still on the board. You could probably take him to have the just have the whole all. Atlanta offense to yourself. Yep, yep. And you could probably oh draft Todd Gurley right after that. Bam. Oh, put all your bags in that put all your eggs in that basket. That's, that's what I would do. And then or you could draft Todd Gurley and Devonta Freeman, the the former and the current <laughs> Falcons running oh, Jesus. back. <laughs> do you think someone's gonna while well, Evan's thinking, do you think someone's gonna sign Devonta Freeman? Um, fuck that. That's a fucking um, he'll probably get a back. Happening. He'll, he'll probably get a backup role somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna like. He, like, I could see him signing with a team that'll make everyone go. Ah, oh. like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I could see him signing over in Buffalo. Oh, that would and ruin, ruin every and ruin, ruin everyone's plans. Yeah. Or 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 he could do the swap and he could go to L.A. and sign with the Rams. What if he? Oh what uh, this, this is amazing. What if he signs as the backup to the 49ers? <laughs> so he's Tevin Coleman. Oh my god! Backup now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Them and their thir- them and their like thirteen running backs that exactly. they have. Exactly. All right, Evan. The guy that almost made me lose last year. Mm-hmm. Your boy Miles Sanders. Oh, oh, there he goes. So with Jordan Howard gone now, and. They, I think yeah. they signed Boston Scott. Scott? Yeah, as sort oh, of man. like the scat back, new Darren Sproles type of workload. What do you guys realistically expect out of Miles Sanders? Um, so that's high to me. Production. When, uh, so when, um, 
Oh man, I forgot. I already forgot his name. We just talked about him. So when he got injured last year, not Miles Sanders, the uh, the running back, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, thank you. Uh, so when Jordan Howard got injured last year for like the four or five game stretch, Miles Sanders went bonkers bananas, electric in terms oh, yeah. of points. So if he has the basically essentially the workhorse quote unquote role over in Philly, I think he's going to be great. Uh, this could this could be you know obviously this is just, I think it's a, it's about right. Um, this is obviously projecting whether or not if they're going to be assholes and draft another running back in a couple of weeks. Right. But um, if, you know, if, if everything stays down pat, I think it's, it's a pretty smart move. I like, I, I was actually thinking of uh, taking Miles Sanders as my, uh, as my flex running back. Okay. I, I like him as a I flex li- or maybe an RB two, but like if I went, I mean, it is, if I went, if I went, re- if I went wide receiver heavy, I wouldn't be happy with Miles Sanders as my RB one. Nah, nah, not at all. Was it because he burned you of last year, and then oh, he burned you yeah, and op- sure. burned you again when he uh, went off while he was on your bench? Yep, yep. And I've got him as a keeper, <laughs> so I have to live with this motherfucker. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, Evan. And for the beautiful next pick, let's go with. You won't take Todd Gurley. No, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. Is taking God Turley. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Dun, 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 dun. All right, by we'll, 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 Are you going to keep it deep? Yeah, talk us through your thoughts. Are you going to keep it even? Or are you going to go that signature Evan Wild card and be like, take a kicker in the fourth? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm thinking about if I want to do. DJ Metcalf, but I feel that's too early. He's a slide. For DJ Metcalf, yeah, I would think that's way too early for him. Um, he's still a little bit raw. Um, the, to- the, to- the the times that we did see him shine were fantastically great. He is a giant of a man. He will eventually break out sometime next year or sometime this year, but taking him in the fourth round, is that's a lot of stock value for... Oh, yeah. For his type of caliber of player. Oh, oh no! That's Whoa! Very, this is very wild Evan card. Evan going running back. Yeah, very Evan. wild card for him. Taking three running backs in the first four rounds. Oh, yes. I'm changing it up. Changing it up. All right. Devin Singletary, Cooper Cup, and Le'Veon Bell are the next players off the board. Cooper Cup was probably my next next guy I was looking at, which is very uh, disappointing now because it's like, I'm very nervous about Bell. I don't know about him. I don't know year. either. I don't, I don't know, know about him at all. I think uh, Adam Gase back, is bad for all teams. <laughs> he's gonna. He's ruining the Jets. He ruined the Dolphins. That's what he does. I think that's. I think that's what he is. He's like an assassin. <laughs> he goes in, infiltrates, and then ruins the team, and then goes on to the next one. Ruins the team, goes on to the next one. I don't know. <laughs> But when I Todd Gurley has now floated down to the fourth round, Holy and shit. I would be interested be if if I, if I hadn't already taken two running backs and not and I don't have a wide receiver here in the fourth round. Yeah, you need to get a wide receiver on that. You gonna uh, go uh, shark hunting? I'm probably not gonna probably not gonna do that. Shark not I'm not interested in DJ Shark. I don't think I think that's a hyperinflated <laughs> stock. Uh, I'm not interested oh, yeah. in Tyler Boyd or Debo Samuel or Calvin Ridley. The first wide nah, receiver. Oh, yeah, you, uh, you homeboy. 
You are homeboy. I see you. Better nope. Not. The first wide receiver here in, in the fourth round that I become interested in in the in the fourth round is AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Brown. Oh, Brown. all the way from Tennessee. So I am taking two Tennessee Titans, which is it's not ideal, but I did I did take, <laughs> but I took I took Travis. Better Kelsey, hope that team so. doesn't crash and burn. Yeah, right. But um. Yeah, I, at, at this point, when we're in the fourth round, I, I'm very aware of who is available, and you have to take shots on, all right, who do you think can possibly ascend higher than their draft value? And I think A.J. Brown can ascend higher than his particular fourth, fifth-round kind of value. And so that's why I'm willing to take the shot on him. This, remember, this is why you mock draft. You, take, you try these ideas out, like doing two running backs, a tight end, seeing how you feel about it, and I'm – I'm not in love with my wide receiver options, but I didn't have a lot of great wide receiver options anyways, so it is what it is. <laughs> um, after after uh, A.J. Brown, Todd Gurley, and Devonta Freeman finally fall off the damn board, so we don't have to keep talking about them. And Adam, you are up. Are you interested in DJ Shark? No. Uh, not this early. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably take him I'll, I'll probably take him around the f- f- sixth. Um but uh, I'm actually not looking for a wide receiver right now. I like to load up on running backs. And one such running back has fallen to me. And I, he, was, he, he was stuck in Miami all of last year, or most of last year. And then he got traded to the Arizona Cardinals. And oh, he damn, was explosive. Okay. Yep. And he now has the starting role over at Arizona. And I'm going to take... A Mr. Kenyon Drake. Very nice. Very nice. As my, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, not. DJ Shark, James Conner, Debo Samuel, and David Montgomery come off the board next. Very nice. Come on down. All right, Ab, you are on the board again. We are, since we're now in the, uh, the fifth round, you know, the big players are kind of all falling off. Let's, uh, let's speed this up a little bit because we still got, Tons of rounds to go here. Um, so what you what are you what are you thinking about here in the fifth round now that you got three running backs and one wide receiver? Let's see. Um, uh, now that I'm essentially loaded and safe in running backs, I'm gonna I'm gonna essentially touch or move away from them, and I'm gonna look towards more of the wide receivers. Have a compliment to kickers. Mr. Adam Thielen. Uh, no kickers <laughs> is next. Kickers next round. Um, so. I'm going to go with um, a – so since Mr. Uh, – I kind of discounted him last year because uh, he wasn't really on a running or a passing team, and his quarterback was questionable at best. And But now that the Indianapolis Colts have signed Mr. Phillip Rivers, which I don't really care for, but he is a far and away upgrade over um, Jacoby Brissett in terms of passing – yeah, turnovers um, alone, and just yeah. If, if he hyper targets T.Y. Hilton like he did Keenan Allen, then you're getting yourself a value in the fifth round. Exactly, and that's oh, who yeah. I'm actually going to be targeting. And you know, T.Y. Hilton, he was injured for a, a portion of uh, last year. He is approaching the the dreaded Hill age, I guess you would say. Say <clears throat> um, he is turning thirty this year. Or he's already 30 this year. And um, 
he actually played through a uh, tear in his calf. But now that he's going to be um, healthy, I think he's going to be a great number one option for Phil, or for Mr. Rivers. And he's going to be my number two. So I'll All pick uh, Mr. T.Y. Uh, Thank like you, T.Y. So Tyler Board and Mike Gallup come off of the board next. And here I am staring at a bunch of hot garbage. No, not really. Um, <laughs> once again, <laughs> once again, Adam, you have stolen my wide receiver that I was hoping would float all the way back around to me. So I have to get a little croquet crazy over here. But that's okay. <laughs> croquet. Croquet. But um, some options that are available to me, Carrion Johnson, Austin Eckler, Deshaun Watson, the number three QBs kind of floating there. Uh, DK Metcalf we talked about earlier. Uh, if I hadn't already taken Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz is sitting there. But um, a player that I think could have the potential to, to blow up. We saw, we saw hints of this with John Brown, but I believe... Oh! Stefan Diggs could have oh! quite an explosive... Oh, I'm not sure what to take. He he could be inconsistent, and so I'm hoping that's where AJ Brown falls in. But I think Stefan Diggs is gonna have those weeks where you're like, God damn, he just won that week for me. And I'm and that and, oh, yeah. and at this point, I gotta take shots like that at wide receiver because all the good players. Are you still mad are. that I took Adam Thielen off your? Uh, yeah, you took both. You took both of the wide receivers. <laughs> I I was gonna hope will float back to me, but such is life. That's why we mock draft. That's why we mock draft. So after Stephon Diggs, Austin Eckler, Deshaun Watson, Calvin Ridley. Oh no, Evan! <laughs> oh God! Your plans, your plans, your, your plans are gone. Yep. So Evan, you are on the board here, and you got back-to-back picks. You know it's round five, and that is the round my ass goes a little crazy, man. I'm going with Russell Wilson. Ooh! And I'm going even crazier. I'm gonna Another quarterback. Two quarterbacks <laughs> Two back to back. I would never recommend that, but hey, you never know. Shit. <laughs> Maybe in two quarterback leagues. Yeah, two quarterback leagues. I, uh, QBs would be going. Jared Cook. Oh, Mr. Explain that one to me. The cookie monster. I need someone that's going to be high and heavy with Mr. Drew Brees, baby. He did, he did have a fantastic year last year. I can't, I can't argue that. That is a good point. All right, fair I mean, enough. It would be a wild card. Throw it up right there. Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, and Carrion Johnson come off the board next. And thank you, Evan. Hot uh, for your ass to yes, take. you have given me tons of options here. Uh, oh, lots of lots of good running backs. Uh, some tight ends, maybe if that's what something you were interested at this point. Uh, like you could have waited on, on you could have waited on uh, Zach Ertz no. as well. Nay, nay. I think his time. Nine, nine. I think no, his, I think, I think his uh, reign of being he's a dominant done. tight end is done. I think he's they're going to do two tight end yeah, sets Mr. to Mr. Dell. They can't keep Carson Wentz <laughs> healthy, so they need more blocking than ever. So it helps <laughs> it helps Miles Sanders, but it doesn't help uh, Zach Ertz, in my opinion. Yep. No, I can't. I can't hold on. He's the Rob Gronkowski black motherfucker black. Speaking of Gronkowski, he won the twenty four seven championship at WrestleMania. I knew, wow. I knew there was no way he was just coming on to just be like, wow. "Oh, I'm just here. Give me a he break." Yeah, uh, good for <laughs> good for One, him two, for three, yeah, good for him for transitioning and into something that probably suits yeah, his personality yeah. better than than football. But um, yeah, he hosted WrestleMania pretty good. Exactly. I was, I was I was intrigued and I was laughing. So so here around the sixth round. 
this is where we start getting to flex territory, and that's what I'm oh, looking yeah. at here. And so I only have two running backs. I have two wide receivers. I'm looking for uh, if I'm weak in one area, I might as well shore up another area. So there's some great running backs here. Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack. John, if I want to go rookies, rookies are starting to pop up. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Those are great, but I don't know what team they're landing on yet. So I'm going to take no, someone I'm who I think is going to get a garbage ton of work still. This is the 30 year. So this is the last year Mark Ingram is going to have fucking usage on him. So I'm going to take Mark Ooh. Ingram, shore up that oh, running yes. back position like I'm known for, and hope for the best, guys. Hope for the best. <laughs> Kareem Hunt and DK Metcalf. Holy crap. What the hell? <laughs> oh, man, Kareem. I didn't expect Kareem Hunt that early. I was expecting maybe eight round. I think he's going to eat I'm more and more ahead. into Nick Chubb's workload know. as the year goes on. Oh yeah, he's yeah. going to take all that. True. With the name, because Stefanski no. definitely wants to use pass catching backs. That's like his mo from the Vikings. So. I just don't know. I, I'm gonna see. I'm thinking like a one-two punch. You know, Nick Chubb as the grinder, Kareem Hunt as the you know the specialty guy, which is what most teams do nowadays. But Adam, you are hmm. up on the board. Uh, DK Metcalf is the only other player to come off between uh, your picks and my picks. So what you true, thinking about true. here in the sixth round? Yes, sixth round. Um, yeah. So like you said, talking about flexes. So you're probably trying to try and shore up that depth in terms of your players. So for me, my depth is pretty damn good already. I have you know three running backs, good workhorses, and then two number one wide receivers. Um, so actually, I want to shore up that wide receivers slot. And you know what's good? What's better than one? Or two number one wide receivers, a third one, and I believe. <laughs> yes, sound, I know. This sounds it's, like a draft it's, it's, from <laughs> from eons ago, where you're like, "Hey, what's better than one Alvin Kamara? Three Alvin Kamara. <laughs> two Alvin Kamaras. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. Yeah, I drafted him and Carry uh, uh, on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, called an Alvin. Oh, God. oh man, oh that fell apart. But <laughs> um, right. I think that. He he had a great start to last year, and he, actually he was very consistent. And he's gonna be even more. Um, he's gonna be better this year. Um, he is gonna be essentially the number one for this team, and his quarterback is gonna be in his second year. I'm gonna go ahead and select Mr. Cortland Sutton. Oh, very all the way low. from Denver. Okay. So, just because I'm not gonna, just because Mr. Melvin Gordon is dead to me, doesn't mean his run, his wide receivers are dead to me. Um, I do believe in Cortland Sutton. He is a phenomenal talent. He had over 1,100 yards last year with the the who as his quarterback. Um, but now that they actually have a legitimate quarterback, um, which I can't remember his name. But it's not uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's Drew, all that matters. Uh, Drew, Locke? Um, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Yeah, Drew Locke. I saw some tape on him um, at, at the tail end of the year, and it, he looked really sharp. He looks great. Um, he has a profile as for a great number one. And I think Denver is actually going to be a surprising team in terms of their offense. Um, I'm So I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Cortland Sutton as my wide receiver flex. Very nice. 
So Zach Ertz, Marlon Mack, DJ Moore, and oh no, Philip Lindsay. DJ Moore got picked. Uh, oh man, I guess that was clearly who you were looking at next. <laughs> yeah, I was actually looking at DJ Moore for my other um, wide receiver for Teddy. another. Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So right now. Now it's a whole bunch of who the what. Um, I'm gonna take a risk on my next one, even though I took a risk already. So I'm gonna in this mock draft, I'm gonna go a little bit different. I'm gonna have a lot of depth in terms of my two biggest uh, positions. Uh, So I already have three. I have three and three in terms of wide receivers and running backs. But you can never go too deep in terms of running backs. Um, that's what although looking at, yeah, mm, <laughs> delicious, delicious, and uh, looking at all of these other options. Uh, oh man, I actually don't like any of these. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe I can make it go three for three in terms of stealing the player that Jesse is thinking of, and since. We all, we both of us kind of gushed on him off camera um, over the weeks. I'm going to go ahead and probably take his player that he wants to t- that he wants to draft. Oh, uh, I may be I may be off the mark, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Kyler Murray. You son of a bitch! God <laughs> damn it! I hate you. Oh. <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> Because I just want to go with that wombo combo of uh, Kenny, Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake. It'll just, it's just the offense is going to be great. The second year with uh, if I can't get DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to get cover. I want all of that offense, and I have two out of the big three pieces of that offense. You, I hate. I you. love it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. All right. Well, now that you've ruined that plan again, I have to readjust. Which is, hey. This is what drafting three is like. Three, Every time you three. think you've got it nailed down, it changes on you. So I only mock draft to ruin Jesse's life. I don't even That's care about exactly. that. Now, <laughs> if I hadn't already taken a tight end, there is a, this is like seems where the tight ends seem to bunch up. Mark Andrews, Evan Ingham, uh, Austin Hooper, and Hunter Henry are all here in this this sort of seventh, sixth through eighth round kind of block. Um, to me, they all have various question marks, and that's why I was more willing to take a tight end much, much earlier than I normally would. But as we saw, it may have butt-fucked me in terms of my wide receiver. <laughs> so such is life, such is life. So since you robbed me of my QB, I'm no longer looking at QBs at this point in time. So now we're back to which position do I, I try to shore up? I've got three running backs with two wide receivers. So logically, we're probably looking at wide receivers at this point in time. Um, and once again, I'm trying to take that mentality of who's a player who is probably the number one can maybe ascend it to a higher level if circumstances work out properly. And especially because he had such a terrible season, he had so many quarterback problems. If Big Ben comes back, Juju Smith-Schuster should be a number one wide receiver. And I just got him in the seventh round. That's a steal. And I think people... That's I th- true. He, I he think went, Juju... Yeah, he went in the first round last year. This is his third year. This is his third... He's going into his third year now. He's a post-hype... Sleeper. I believe it. He took the bomb, and now it. he's. If Ben Ben is healthy, he's gonna ascend to the top. And to me, that I couldn't be happier getting him there in the seventh round. Bitch, I'm reaching. 
You're reaching, I'm now? reaching right now. All right. Well, the Lamar- John, John Brown. Brown baby. I get fucked. Oh, your boy. Get fucked. Stephon Diggs is gonna stomp all over him. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm taking number one right now, ho. You think so? I'm taking him. You think so? Honestly, oh, yeah. I think. Honestly, I think that pick is probably a big whiff. Ooh. Um, John Brown is a decent wide receiver. Consistent. Last year. All last year over yeah. points every week. But they brought Stephon Diggs think- in to take his job. Yeah. Yeah, just think, yes. Now that they're bringing in Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs is going to gather a bunch of real estate in terms of the passing attack. And if you think John Brown did okay last year, he's going to not do okay this year. He's, his he's production is going to dip. Um, I mean, he's. I would, I would take him as maybe like as my flex wide receiver, if that. Oh, he's, um, on <laughs> he's on the bench. He's on the bench. But he's um, starting on the bench already. He's already on the bench. Well, right now he's your starting. He's your wide receiver too. So just want to let you we'll point that out happens. for you. <laughs> Are you gonna pick another wide receiver, Evan? Out of oh, spite. Yes, you, know it. you won't. No, I, I dare you. Pick that. Bitch, what? Bitch, what? I ain't that crazy. Calm down. <laughs> You're gonna take the now number one wide receiver over in Houston. Wait, no, he's actually, he just hurt his ankle. He's out for the year. Mr. <laughs> Will Fuller. Yeah, right, Will Fuller. Um, as long as he doesn't pull his hamstrings, Will Fuller is a phenomenal talent. I really like him. I just wish he doesn't break his body as often as he does. Right? Because yeah, he uses it too much in preseason, I swear to God. <laughs> for real, for real. To me, I swear. All righty. Well, after Will Fuller, Austin Hooper, Darius Geis, and Hunter Henry come off the board, and now I'm all I'm all tied I'm all tied up again. I'm three for three with a tight end, and we're here in the eighth round, and now it's it's getting crazy. Um, Oh yeah. So the rookie running backs are starting to populate in this list, which is an interesting thing to note. But once again, it's hard to it's hard to tell when I don't know what team I'm going to be on. I mean, I could speculate all I want about how fantastic they are. I mean, I know Jonathan Taylor is going to be good. DeAndre Swift's going to be good. No one's going to question that. But it's it's, it's that workload utilization. How bad is the offensive line, et cetera, et cetera, all the way through. So when I look at when I'm looking at those kinds of options here again, deep deep into this kind of draft, tight ends are gone. I'm willing to wait on quarterbacks because so many have gone, kind of punt the position, if you will. And so I'm looking <laughs> to I'm looking to shore up positions. And the one that once again I'm the least confident in compared to my rest is my wide receiver option. So once again, I'm gonna look for another wide receiver that I think has the potential to be the number one on his team, or at the very least, should have some consistency usages. And uh AJ Green is just sitting right there. Why not? Why not? Oh yeah. If if, be good this if the <laughs> if the hope pans out like we sit we think it might, a number one overall yeah. quarterback, you're showing up the offensive line. You've got Tyler Boyd and John Ross there. You got Joe Mixon. It sounds like AJ Green should be in line for some work. Now the big thing with AJ Green is his health. His health has clearly declined over the last several years as he just can't seem to maintain a, a full season anymore. So. I'm taking a shot, but honestly, a lot of my wide receivers are shots, so why not, oh, yeah. <laughs> why not at this point? But but he has the potential. Like We've heard that name before at the top of the list, so I guess that's what I'm looking for at this point in time. It's like, all right, yeah. there's the potential. Let's take the shot. He needs to come back here. Yeah. Exactly. 
So Evan Ingram and Brandon Cooks come off the board next. Adam, you are up. What you looking at, baby? Um, do, 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 do. I um, let's see. I'm gonna actually go swing back to uh, running back. I took three high-profile running backs real early, and I haven't really looked at them the past three rounds. <clears throat> and looking at them now, I don't really see too many actual starting running backs. I mean, there is a uh, Sony Michelle and David Johnson that's kind of looking over there, but. I don't know. David Johnson last year, he looked like he was running with a goddamn refrigerator on his back. I didn't, I didn't, can't really trust how he was running at all. Um, the game that actually did it for me for him was his game against Tampa, where he, which he looked like he didn't even want to try. Um, and I don't want a player that essentially looks like they've given up. Um, it was an unfortunate situation for him, but even so, it, he looked real slow. Um, that's probably why he's all he still has been undrafted in our uh, mock draft. And last year, Sonny Michelle was supposed to be the promised son, and that did not turn out very well for Hell me. No. Um, James White actually stole the show in terms of being a PPR machine. Um, <clears throat> but I'm actually looking at another player. Big that could possibly that could possibly be the number one running back. We were actually talked about him. We talked about him right before the show started. Um, and me being a super homer, I'm going to go with Mr. Ronald Jones second. Nice. Oh god, I like it. I like Since it. now we have a quarterback that has no um, turnover problems, there's going to be we're going to be in a lot of winning situations, and we're going to be running the ball more hopefully. So, and even if he doesn't pan out, he's he's my fourth running back. So it doesn't matter, anyways. Yeah, you're taking <clears> shots <throat> at that at that point. Hopefully, maybe someone can be a flex option or maybe a consistent RB two. You never know. <laughs> All right, buddy. DeAndre yes. Swift, Sony Michelle, David Johnson, Dakil Harry come off the board next. What? And you are back on the clock, my man. Yes. So, I'm actually super surprised. A couple of these players fell down to me. Um, pro- probably because of the 10-team uh, format that we got going. But I'm looking at Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. kind of staring at me. And even though he kind of seceded the spot in Cleveland to uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, he's still a, a phenomenal talent. Oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> and Spam. <laughs> spam. <laughs> spam, spam. Um, you know, he still had just over 1,000 yards last year. And with, you know, his touchdowns were a little bit low. Um, that might have been due to the amount of inconsistencies that his quarterback play was doing and, you know, the team as a whole. But I think a second year into the system, quote unquote, would be is going to be good for him. And you never know. He might get traded to a team in the middle of the season and he'll go bonkers. Oh, yeah. Um, I do like... Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. right here. In the ninth round, by the way. Nice. Very nice. Bam. Crazy. All right. And then Marquise Brown and Jonathan Taylor, second rookie running back off the board. And here I am at the ninth round, back on the clock. And we're staring at tons of rookie wide receivers again. Wide receivers, a lot of of question marks. I see question marks everywhere I go. And (laughs) the thing that I don't – 
Well, I guess a little inside strategy that I like to use. It depends. It depends on the scenario. Is you got to pay attention to the number of quarterbacks and tight ends that have been taken before and after you, especially if you're like in the middle of the round. So when I was coming up ne- this round before, four of the five teams had already taken quarterbacks. So the likelihood that a, that a quarterback was taken was basically one. One there was only one team who would take a quarterback, and it was on the turn. So two picks. One wasn't taken, so I got very lucky. But on the other side, there's two teams in the tenth round, in the ninth and tenth round, that haven't taken quarterbacks. So there's a stronger possibility that a quarterback will be taken now versus later. And there are two QBs that I that I am very interested in this year that I do both have ranked fairly highly: Dak Prescott and Josh Allen. So now the question is, who do I pair up? I have Ezekiel Elliott and I have Stephon Diggs. Oh, you have both of their quarterbacks. Oh, man. You want to take uh, White Chocolate or Decatech? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so when you're in a situation like that, I got two guys I have ranked very similarly. I'm like, all right, they're both on perceived good offenses, especially Dak. That's supposed Mm -hmm. to be the offense. Um, There is a new coach there, but rushing is the big thing. And between the two, Josh Allen is going to take more rushing attempts than Dak Prescott's going to take. So I'm going to take Josh Allen here in the ninth round, get myself a very nice quarterback. And I was right. Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, and Dak Prescott went in the next three picks. So I correctly picked a quarterback before I got left with a bunch of garbage. (laughs) Garbanzo. Because, like, next is Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston. It's all garbage. Like, I don't want any of that. All right, Evan. I'm gonna make it a quick one. I you are talking about this guy up on the board. He's in your ninth season. and tenth round picks. Devonta Parker. Okay. Oh. There we go. We're, I was wondering when he was gonna get picked. So I was actually thinking of getting him last. Uh, my next pick before uh, oh, yeah. Odell flopped right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And who else are you thinking about there, Evan, in the tenth round? You have a whole bunch of uh, wide receivers. You have three running backs. You're already secured in your tight end. Oh, another running back or another wide receiver. Mr. Robbie Anderson, really? Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Oh, yeah. Followed by Rashad Penny, Tevin Coleman, and Jerry Judy. All right. The first rookie wide receiver off the board in the 10th round. Interesting. Very interesting. All righty. Well, like little... Back on the clock. And now that I've got four running backs – or four wide receivers and three running backs, a quarterback and a tight end. Seems to me it's probably time to get a running back. Yeah, five wide receivers. Goddamn. Now, <laughs> right? And now, so options include like James White. Maybe uh, we'll get the check down machine in New England. Uh, Royce Freeman's off the board for me, considering Melvin Gordon just came there. And probably Philip Lindsay's the RB2. Uh, Damian Williams, that is that's one I've been staring at for a while. He would be the quote unquote starting running back for Kansas City, which seems like a lucrative position to have, right? But we saw I mean, yeah. we saw him have to split work with LaShawn McCoy. There was a back and forth. They were both injured. A lot of question marks. And I see why he's been buried so far down into this this draft. So what I'm gonna do I'm, I mean it is the tenth round. Yeah. And what I'm gonna do, <laughs> which is you, you got to take shots like this. Is I'm going to take a shot on the rookie running back, J.K. Dobbins. He's For some reason, he's just still floating there. Might as well take a shot. He should be a workhorse running back wherever he lands. And I don't mind having t- taking a chance on a rookie running back, especially when he's my fourth running back. 
take a shot, right? So Julian Edelman mm-hmm. and James White, both the top two New England assets, come off the board. And Adam, you are up next. Oh, uh, yes. I can't believe he fell this far, even though he was the number two player in his position last year. He's going to have – it doesn't matter which quarterback that's going to throw to him because they love their tight ends in Mr. Derek Carr and or Mr. Marcus Mariota. I have Mr. Darren Waller just chilling right here in front of me. So I am going to spam that in the 10th round, the number two tight end last year. He's going to be great this year as well. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. He got my tight end. Boom. C.D. Lamb. Lamb. Noah Fant. Noah Fant. Cam, Cam Newton, which has no team yet. Um, and Mike, <laughs> and Mike <laughs> Williams got picked. Team. Yep. All right, buddy. You are back on the um, clock. What you thinking about? Oh, man. There's, there's so much to think about. Um, what's presented in front of me is like Royce Freeman, which he's not even anywhere in consideration for me anymore. Um, he wasn't really much of a consideration even last year for me, even because he's just split time with uh, Philip Lindsay. But now he's going to be the third running back on the depth chart. So no, um, Damian Williams, he's kind of s- floating around still. Um, he is technically the running back one over there. And you know what? Until further otherwise, yeah, he's, I'm in the 11th round. Might as well. I'm going to pick Mr. Damian Williams, Kansas City running back. Nice. Do it. I have so many other running backs on my team. It doesn't matter anyways. So even if he is a, uh, a bust, quote unquote. Um, so I feel pretty fine with him being picked. Sterling Shepard and Kirk Cousins come off the board next, and here I am. And we're getting to it's getting garbage time. Now you're taking your shots, wild cards. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. I, I don't even. I, I don't love even, that shit. I don't even I know at this it. point. Um, to like, me, yeah, the, get on my team, I guess. You slop. The, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You slop. You slop. Oh, <laughs> that's that's horrible. Um. So to me, the position I am still lacking in the most and someone who I routinely see as a flex potential option depending on the right matchup, constantly goes back and forth with cutting into this guy's workload. Marvin Jones is just sitting there in the 11th round. Why not? I mean, if I got five touchdowns <laughs> out of him, that would probably a, probably a pretty good fucking year for that guy. So screw it. It's the, it's the 11th round. O.J. Howard, Alshon Jeffrey, ah, Daryl Henderson. That's who I was hoping might come back around as a potential wild card, the quote-unquote second-year running back for the Rams, but (laughs) who knows. All right, Evan, you are up on the board. What you thinking about? I'm thinking about something with a runner. I need someone running. Well, considering it's been uh, Uh... five rounds, six rounds since you've taken a running back, maybe it's time. Maybe it's done. <laughs> That's just maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah, he 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 got he got, he got yeah he uh had too many running backs early on, so he has to wait till he's gonna make a wide receiver sandwich, just like three running backs on top, mm-hmm. three running backs in the bottom, and then the rest wide receivers. Know it. I'm gonna go with the boy that kind of stood out last year at the end. Rohit Mostert. Mostert. All right. Mostert, so you think baby. he's gonna be the lead dog there in uh, San Francisco? Oh yeah. Which is interesting because he's ranked under Tevin Coleman and Matt Burita in these rankings. Fuck both of those motherfuckers. They ain't shit. <laughs> they ain't shit. And you know what else? I'm going to take the other boy. 
Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, man. So when you said earlier, you're like, oh, I want a piece of that Drew Brees action. My mind did mentally. It was like, let me see if I can get Emmanuel Sanders later on. But then you just stole him from me. <sighs> Bunch of thieves over here. Thieves. So McCole Hardman, Matt Ryan, and Matt Burrito come <laughs> off the board. We got three M's in a row. Look at that. And here I am. I'll rock it like a hurricane. Just kidding. Um, Who you finna take, bitch? So I've got five wide receivers and five running back, four running backs. So I'm probably going running back here. And there's not a lot of great options, but there is a starting running back sitting here. Jordan Howard of the Miami Dolphins is just sitting there. I mean, again, fifth running back. Why not? Like, I don't expect him to uh, carry my team, but... There's a possibility that he becomes a solid RB2 or maybe a flex option. Like, I'm not expecting the universe out of him, but hey, why not? So Latavius Murray and Jamal Williams are up next. And Adam, you are on the clock, my man. All right, so. Do you want Jarek McKinnon, the fourth running back on the (laughs) 49ers? I I forgot he was still on the team. Jesus Christ. Um, No, I'm going to go. I'm actually, I'm going to go. Back, oh, back right round to wide receivers. And I'm going to continue my strategy of just picking the number one wide receiver on each team. And I'm looking at Mr. Darius Slayton of the New York Giants, who is who broke out middle of last year, um, unfortunately against, I think it was against the Bucs that he, that he uh, broke out. Uh, actually, no, it was uh, against the Jets of all teams. Um, but... You know, it's going to be his second year, Daniel Jones' second year. Um, I believe, you know, as much shit as we give him as a head coach, um, he's a pretty good offensive coordinator in terms of uh, Mr. Clapper. I can't, I can't remember his name. I'm, I'm really bad with names today. The, who was the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys last year? Jason Garrett. Yeah, he's got he's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator over at uh, New York in New York right now. Um, I think Mr. Darius Slayton is going to be a nice asset. So I'm going to pick him. I do not agree with you. I'm, I'm kind of off the Giants <laughs> offense. <laughs> Especially Darius Slayton. I don't even think Sterling Shepard can keep his shit together, let alone Darius Slayton. <laughs> but uh, Alexander Madison, and, right. Royce Freeman, Curtis Samuel, and Sammy Watkins. Are, Jesus Christ, Sammy Watkins is all, all the way in the third round or the 13th round. Any interest in Sammy Watkins, <laughs> you guys? If he's that late, um, no, he's gonna give you one game, and then he'll give you hope the rest of the season, and he'll disappoint. Probably, very likely. Game so. <laughs> All right, Adam, and my next pick, my next pick, I'm gonna go with another wide receiver that I saw some good promise in last year, his rookie, his rookie season. Um, now that Big Ben is back. I think he's going to be even great opposite of Juju Schuster. Um, I'm going to go with the Mr. James Washington over in Pittsburgh. Oh, get him. All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. So Baker Mayfield and Delaney Walker are off night. Why did Delaney Walker? He's not even playing for a team. That, all right. <laughs> what John News? We'll just, we'll just pretend that's, that's John Smith. That's John Yeah, all right. So John Smith taken there before <laughs> me. And here I am back on the clock. And uh, now we're getting into, like, super wild card, pop-off kind of stuff. And this is where you're just taking deep shots. Like, you just think this guy might potentially pop. 
So when I stare at wide receivers, I don't see anybody that I'm super in love with who even, to me, has a remote chance. I mean, there's some, like, rookie wide receivers, but historically rookie wide receivers don't pop off year one. But somebody who did have, at certain points in time, high usage, um, definitely was getting the touchdowns, and in an injury situation, if Kenyon Drake goes down, Chase Edmonds is the next man up, and definitely isn't going... Kenny Drake is not getting the full workload. So at the very least, there's probably going to be weeks here and there where Chase Edmonds has some utility. So why not? <laughs> Take that shot. So D.D. Wexbrook, Dallas Gadare, and Jimmy Garoppolo are, on, are off the board next. And here we are. We're coming down to the final three picks. Evan, you're on the turn. 13 and 14. Who are you thinking about? I don't even know, man. It's so nasty. I'm like, oh, God. What is this? Well, one of them is going to be a kicker or a defense. <laughs> so I think that one a little bit easier for you. You could pick your boy from all the way in uh, Baltimore that you always pick. Yeah, you probably did. That's one of them. I'm going to pick the backup. The backup? I think we're talking about different boys. Naheem Hines. Oh, oh interesting. Oh, Very yes. interesting. Just in case, because we heard about that injury from motherfucker over there. Just, and then there goes Justin Tucker. And then a slew of and then a slew of defenses got picked. Yep. San Francisco, New England, and Pittsburgh. I was actually thinking of getting Pittsburgh defense. Oh well. Yep. Oh well. Maybe I should have picked them <laughs> earlier. Such is life. <laughs> so since we're at that point in time and there's only a handful of picks left, I think the Baltimore Ravens defense, they got Calais Campbell coming over from Jacksonville. They might have the best defensive line this coming year. Why not? They they started off real rough. They had a lot of injuries, and then they were able to put it together and, and have a nice end of the year. So it's the 14th round. No point getting killed. Oh, yeah, fuck it. So the Bills go next, followed by Kostowski, who doesn't even play for a team. So, Adam, you are on the board. Okay. Um, Jameis Winston right there. The number one <laughs> the number one player left over. He's on my winning team. He's on my winning nah. team, Now nah, I'm going to go with, uh, for kicker, I'm going to go with Mr. Harrison Butker. Smart move, smart move, smart move. Yeah. High, high-powered offense, lots of opportunities to uh, kick field goals and extra points. That's a given. And then for my last team that I'll pick... Ooh, all the all the defenses that I wanted. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the thing. So you actually, got you got the kicker, but not the defense. So I decided to take the defense, but not the kicker. Yeah. Um. Actually. Oh man. I guess it doesn't really matter. I guess I'll pick uh, the because they did so well in the playoffs last year. I'm gonna go with the uh, Houston Texans. All right. Or not the Houston Texans. The. Uh, Tennessee Titans, where the hell? If I could find them. Barely. Uh, there they are. Boop. Tennessee Titans. I like it. The Cowboys, followed by Adam Vinatieri next. And then uh, I'm staring at kickers. So, once again, you want a high-powered offense. And uh, <laughs> Dallas seems like a high-powered offense. And Greg the Leg is a great kicker. So, screw it. There we go. <laughs> Mason Crosby, oh, yeah. Matt Prater, Stephen Hauschka. And here we are, Evan, the final pick. Let's wrap this up. The final pick. 
It's gonna be boy, my Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you're you're gonna have a. They need to they need to save him. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> have a bad I time. believe it. All righty, guys. First week. That concludes our draft. Let's uh, go over each of our teams. Adam, tell me, tell me about your team, baby. All right, from top for top to bottom, my starters. It's going to be Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs as my running backs, Adam Thielen and T. Y. Hilton as my running as my wide receivers, Darren Waller as my tight end one. I have Mister Kenyon Drake as my flex, which is great. Oh, I feel so nice. Uh, got Mr. Harrison Bucker, the kicker from uh, Kansas City, for my kicker, Tennessee defense. And for my backups, I have uh, Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham, and Darius Slayton as my wide, oh, and James Washington as my wide receivers. And I have Mr. Ronald Jones and Damian Williams for my running backs. That'll Very be it nice. for me, folks. Evan, tell us about your team, baby. Ooh, my team looking like I'm about to roster bait tonight. Let me get this wonderful, beautiful Russell Wilson Oof. with the Dalvin Cook, Julio Jones, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson. I'm loving that lineup. Throwing some Jared Cook, as well as John Brown, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Robbie Anderson. Throwing Raheem Oster. Throwing Emmanuel Sanders. I'll throw his ass a bone. Raheem Hines. <laughs> throw his Russell. ass a bone. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You love those, Jesse. You love those wide receivers, Evan. God damn. Bitch, I, I wild card that bitch. I've never done that bitch in my life. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my team is Josh Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Derek Henry, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Mark Ingram, Greg the Leg, and the Baltimore Ravens. For my uh, bench, for my wide receivers, I have Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Green, and Marvin Jones Jr. And for my running backs, I have J.K. Dobbins, Jordan Howard, <laughs> and Chase Edmonds. So uh, to me personally, the thing I'm most concerned about is my wide receivers. Hopefully somebody pops off. That's the, that's the gamble I took. But <laughs> A lot of hopes over there. A lot of hopes. But thank you guys so much for listening and sticking with us through the quarantine. Hopefully oh, yeah. you, uh, you're staying safe. Oh, yeah. Wash your hands. Don't be an idiot. All that fun jazz. We'll be back next week. Clean over here, bitch. We'll uh, probably be on a different service. Hopefully we can get a little bit better audio quality for you. But <laughs> Quality. As always, you can find us at fourthanddirty.com or Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at fourthanddirty. Or you can email us at for fourthanddirty at gmail.com. Please don't be shy. Let us know what you think about our draft. We'll post it up. Tell us who you think won. Evan, where can we find you at, baby? You can find me on Facebook, Evan Garcia, as well as Twitter and Instagram, Evan the Mighty Ninety Six. Hit me up, guys. You already know. Put it back. All right, Adam. Where can we find you at, baby? You can find me both on Twitter and the gram. Both ha- handles at Atom One Two Four One A T O M. Yes. Yes, sir. And you can find me uh, at Madonna Jesse or Jesse Madonna on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us. We'll be back next week. Take care. Bye. See you.